I'm Simon King, and this is What's Wrong. Um, you know, coming up with topics every week to talk about um, <clears throat> is not necessarily... It's easy and it's not. It's easy because there's lots to talk about, but it's hard because there's uh, not always um, uh, a point of view I can bring that's unique or um, not that my points of view are particularly unique. I am a, a product of my environment, much like everybody else, but um, it's not necessarily always... Um, easy to come up with something to ignite thinking to because that's basically what my my podcast is kind of for I kind of wanted to put my opinions out there as to what I think are some of the issues with the world um and as you can tell if you if you're a listener it's obviously more broad type topics you know greed um uh, gluttony um violence um you know all these things that affect us and I kind of like to talk about the big, more broad topics because I think that's <clears throat> an area that, you know, maybe deserves some more explanation, almost like a weekly philosophy thing or kind of a sharing my point of view on stuff. Um, so, you know, it's not always easy to come up with topics to, that I think will uh, interest you. Um, so if you're interested in, I mean, that's not true, but I, I, I never know exactly because uh, I don't script these, obviously, there's nothing written ahead of time. I just kind of talk. I hope that, you know, I turn on the recorder and I just record what I'm thinking and what my thoughts are and what my feelings are on a certain topic. And I kind of don't even really know until I press record what I'm particularly going to talk about. And I have tried a couple times to plan ahead and those have been, you know, notoriously failed experiments. But I think what I, 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 I what I'm saying is that if there's anything particular you want to discuss, I really enjoyed last week's podcast where I got a letter um, and I was able letter, and I was able to communicate. I was able to talk on points uh, with things and discuss things. Um, as it turns out, um, I may have uh, misconstrued the intent of that letter. Uh, the reference, uh, if you remember, if you're familiar with last week's episode, uh, I got a letter from DJ and uh, DJ's a fan of the podcast, and um, it was a great letter. And the argument, because the previous, the, the podcast before that had been about greed. And my argument was that maybe we could incentivize greedy people to be less greedy or at least to do things that benefit us if they're going to be greedy, like use their greed against them sort of thing or for us. So if you're going to be greedy, OK, but it'll behoove you to be to do things. You'll get more uh, if you do things, you know, sort of for society as opposed to antisocially. Um, and the argument that I thought that I'd received was that the majority of greedy people, or at least a lot of greedy people, actually just want to hurt people. Um, and that was clarified that that was not what was meant. But the kind of one-sided conversation I had got to have about it, the thought experiment I got to have about it, really, I did enjoy. And so that has uh, kind of spurred me on to say, look, if you have anything you particularly want to discuss, um, even if it's just one word, it's a, something, you know, send me a letter to www.skpodcast at gmail.com. I'm not running out of ideas, by the way. Um, I'm just saying if there's anything you, I like, uh, I like speaking on topics or I like communicating on topics where, um, you know, I believe there's genuine interest from the, from, from certain people, people want to hear about it, you know, because I don't know who's listening. I don't know what's going on out there. I don't know, you know, all I know is that I make this podcast and a lot of you seem to be listening and that's fantastic. And But I, I definitely want this podcast to be more of a dialogue, even though, it's me talking into a uh, talking into a recorder, a phone, or whatever it is at the time, um, and it is somewhat one sided. Do know that I am aware you're listening, and I want to 
touch on the things that you want to talk about. So like I said, to that end, if you have anything interesting you would like to discuss particularly or anything you think you want to talk about, I've had a couple of letters so far about this and they've both been really good and I've been, you know, they've both made for interesting episodes. So please feel free to email me at www.skpodcast at gmail.com. That's the sales pitch out of the way for the beginning um, of, uh, of uh, this podcast. This podcast, I want to talk about ignorance um, and how much of a gift it is. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with my stand-up. You may be, you may not be. Um, but one of my latest uh, pieces that I do, or in the, in the latest special that I recorded, album that I recorded, um, is, uh, is a bit about uh, the benefits of dumb privilege, how great it is to be stupid because you just don't, you're not engaging, so you're not, you know, if, you, if you're not engaged, then you can't be either brought up or brought down by anything. I mean, the, the benefit of not knowing I mean, how wonderful would it be just to not know? Imagine if, you know, you know how, good, how great's your day going and then you open your mailbox and there's a letter from the tax people and you're like, fuck, 20 minutes ago, my day was great and now this. Or, you know, you, you, you get a phone call that your rent's going up and you're like, fuck, you know, an hour ago I was happy. So imagine just not knowing, not just about the little problems like that, but imagine just not knowing or not being interested or not engaging in the large problems, the big problems, the ones that really do make a significant difference um, globally. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it makes a difference if your rent goes up. It makes a difference if, you know, the, the, the tax people want money from you. It makes a difference. Whatever, those things make a difference, obviously, on a personal level. But on a global level, imagine being able to be comfortably numb when it comes to the environment, for instance, or global economics or, you know, uh, the difference, uh, the gap between rich and poor or any of the things that you or I or most people... Um, I don't know whether most people, you, you or I, I assume you're a person who's concerned about those things based on the fact that we're, you're listening to this podcast. It's not really a podcast for people who don't want to think about stuff um, because the whole point of the podcast is to, well, let's think about stuff. So, um, you know, which would be a good name for a podcast. Let's think about stuff. But the, 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 the idea of being ignorant, the idea of being blissfully unaware of things in the world is so appealing to me. Um, because I don't know if you're like me. I don't know if you carry things like once, uh, if something bad happens in the world, I don't know if you carry that with you. I don't know if you, you know, if you're the kind of person that, that can just watch the news and be like, fuck, it's a rough one and go outside and play softball or whatever it is. I don't know if you're that kind of person. If you are, God bless you. I mean, uh, you're lucky. You're, you're, you figured out a coping mechanism that I do not have. Uh, but I'm the kind of person where like, if I see some bad news or something that I know is verifiably bad, um, or verifiable, uh, then it does affect me, uh, you know, sometimes for weeks. And, you know, inst- I, I read a couple of really scary environmental reports about a month ago, and I, I can't stop thinking about them. And, and there's things like that, I think that we all, you know, and that, and that I think to a degree, that's healthy. I think, I think, you know, it, if you, if you break your leg, pretending your leg isn't broken means it won't heal properly. And then it means more problems further down. So you, you obviously have to be aware of things. But I do think that uh, the jealousy for ignorance that I have is because it's not just a state of mind to be ignorant. There is something going on where, well, it's a state of mind, but it's, it's not something you can program yourself into being. I think there has to be a genuine sort of built-in system in some people that they just don't give a fuck. Not caring is so good for survival. Because if you care, 
uh, everything affects you. And the more you care, the more empathetic you are, the more um, engaged you are, the more connected to people and the environment and the world and everything you are, the more you will suffer because that's the way of things. You know, if if your friend tells you that they're getting a divorce, you feel bad for them, right? You feel terrible for them. But you're able to disconnect from the fact that, well, your friend is still dead. But if you know that, you know, however many thousands of people a day get a divorce, well, you're not sad for them because it doesn't connect to you directly. But imagine being able to have that same feeling about the thousands of people you don't know getting divorce about everything. You know, how you're just not connected to it. Unless it directly, personally affects you, you just don't fucking care. There is a certain jealousy I have for that. Because although I, look, I'm glad that I'm aware of things. I'm, I'm glad that I'm paying attention. I'd rather die, you know, with a sword in my hand than not, you know, than getting hit on the back of the head sort of thing. Like, I, I, I really want to know what's happening in the world. I want to be aware. But I have had to disconnect myself to a degree um, particularly from things like social media to survive at this point, just to simply be able to live in this incredibly strange time with so many disparate opinions and, you know, aggressive confrontations and difficulty. I mean, I, and I'm the kind of person that will carry these things. And this is also an emotional ignorance that I'm jealous of because emotionally I'm aware um, probably hyper aware, uh, of if people, uh, don't like me or I'm worried that people don't like me or I'm concerned. And that's, that's not just that's, but I'm, if I was ignorant to their feelings, like if you don't know someone doesn't, how, how someone feels about you, negative or positive, then it doesn't register in any capacity. Usually if you know, they think negatively about you, you may be the kind of person that could be just put that away and walk away. Or you may be the kind of person that carries that. Now I'm the kind of person that carries that. Um, but I'm also the kind of person that carries that about that stuff about, you know, we have X amount of years left before the environment collapses about, and I'm so, I'm the kind of person that carries an immense amount of things, the majority of which I can do nothing about, which is also the difficulty because ignorance is dangerous, uh, you know, in overall ignorance is dangerous, but it's particularly dangerous when action can be, you know, performed to change things. So if you are ignorant to a certain situation um, and then someone says, well, if you knew about this, you could change it. And you're like, oh, I, I prefer not to know. I don't want to know about it. Well, then that's, you know, ignorance is bliss, but ignorance is selfish, right? In that situation, because, but then again, if you don't know about it and you, and there's nothing you can do about it, well then, you know, I mean, what's the point of worrying, of being aware, of being, you know, constantly reminded of certain circumstances or situations or terrible things if there's nothing you can do. If you are incapable of making change, um, negative or positive, if you just are powerless, it would be like if you were flying in an airplane and the plane's engines pack up, there's nothing you can do if you're a passenger on a big commercial jet. There's nothing you can do. All you can do is wait to see what happens. There's literally nothing you can do. You are powerless you know um i think that's the thing that for me is the scariest part because if i was in a plane and and i didn't know the engines packed up and we just you know crashed into the ground and i didn't know we were going to crash and i was just reading my book and then bang it was over well i wouldn't be afeard of it you know what i mean i wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't that time in that terror limbo uh is brought on by being aware of what can 
will happen eventually. Like, you know that if the engines break, you are likely to crash. Or, you know, it's bad. It's a bad day. Um, but if you didn't know that, oh, engines stop making noise. Cool. You wouldn't worry. You know what I mean? Like, so now that's an extreme example. But what I'm basically saying is, is it better for us in a time when we are mostly helpless? If that's how we're going to view it, because I don't necessarily believe we're mostly helpless. I don't, I don't believe we're totally helpless, but I do believe that we have, uh, you know, unless we can figure out how to mobilize, we're helpless because we, we're not getting together. We need to gather together. I mean, it's starting to happen a little bit with BLM. I was really happy to see that and a few years ago with Occupy Wall Street and stuff. But there needs to be a global sea change in the way we do things. And I think that unless, you know, billions of us do it, I don't think anything is going to significantly change. So in that sense, I feel the creeping you know, the closing walls of powerlessness making me more and more despondent. But am I despondent because I choose to know about the terrible things? I mean, I have since, uh, since the beginning of COVID, uh, removed myself from Facebook pretty much. I, uh, do not, and I used to be a, uh, cable news, CNN, MSNBC, even Fox sometimes, all that stuff junkie. I'm not anymore, not even a little bit completely removed from that. Um, I've taken myself out of those discussions unless they're with people that I know have something to offer. I don't engage as much on the internet as I used to at all. I mean, I still do a bit because everybody does, but, and I'm doing that to protect myself because I do feel a certain level of, uh, despondency, disconnection, and lack of control. And, uh, also COVID was the final straw for a lot of people that I thought were decent people seem to be on, on both sides on the, you know, it's going to kill everybody's side. And on the, don't worry about it side. Uh, there's a lot of, um, <clears throat> people that I've lost a lot of respect for. I'll put it that way. And I, I didn't want to do that anymore. I, uh, and that's, that's the other thing. I want to be ignorant. I want to be unaware of that. These people that I know that I like, or that I, you know, I'm acquainted with or whatever are not good people. I don't want to, I, but that doesn't mean they're not, that doesn't mean they're all of a sudden good people just because I don't know. In fact, that may be one of those situations where I could do something. Should I engage? Is my forcing myself to be ignorant of certain issues? Because there's a lot, I know there's a lot that I've missed out on. Like a lot of news pieces and a lot of things that I've just not connected with because I've chosen to remove myself at least largely from those news cycles and from the social media you know, influx of information. And I know a lot of the information from social media is garbage. I get that. I get that. But it is still a viable way to get information, especially if the people that you follow that are your friends, you know, you trust them and you, you know them and you know that they research and they post things that are, you know, valuable um, and valid. So have I, by removing myself from this as much as I have, I still consider myself to be connected to a degree, but have I, uh, am I being a coward about it? Or am I doing what so many people do cleverly, which is to insulate themselves from things they cannot change? You know, the sun is going to explode one day. Well, that, you know, there's absolutely nothing we can do about that. The fact that it's billions and billions of years from now makes it a little easier to swallow. But, you know, I'm not worried about that because it doesn't, you know, immediately, I will be long dead by the time the sun actually explodes. Um, 
So it's like I can I take that piece of information. I'm I'm fully aware of that kind of stuff because it doesn't really scare me. What I'm saying is, and I'm I'm having a hard way of getting around to this. It's like is first of all, being ignorant is a gift. If you are truly ignorant, not from uh, if you if you're truly one of those people who's just not connected to the world, you don't care, you don't take it on yourself. Not even necessarily ignorant, I guess. So I probably came at this the wrong way, but. If you're the kind of person that doesn't carry shit around with you, you're a very lucky person. You have a huge advantage over a lot of people. If you're able to disconnect and take, well, you know, the world sucks. Everything's going to fucking burn. Oh, well, move on and and live your life happy. You are in a much, much healthier place than the majority of people. Um, And I envy you. I am not like that at all. So maybe not even if you're the kind of person that's comfortable in being ignorant, if you are happy knowing less because you know it keeps you happy again um and that would be where the ignorance thing comes into it if you were ignorant of things and that gives you freedom and comfort and happiness again i'm jealous because you have the ability to be you don't feel guilty for being ignorant because you just well i just don't know that shit i'm not i'm not going to seek it out but if you're the kind of person who carries this shit around and the more you learn the more it pains you in a lot of ways but then it pains you when you're not learning because you go, well, what am I, I should be helping. I should be doing what I can to save things. But you, you know, obviously you, you can't do anything to fix anything. Cause I mean, I'm not anything to fix anything, but you can't do anything to fix a lot of the problems. I mean, I, I, you know, I read about, you know, um, Greenland's never going to get a lot of its ice back. There's nothing I can do about that other than, I mean, and, and yeah, okay. You can ma- say you can make the choices individually and that, that is true. So it's not, there's nothing I can do, but you, you can make choices to, buy more fuel efficient cars and use clean energy and everything else and like that. I I get that. But ultimately the system we're in is guilty of is, is, is perpetuating um, these crimes against the environment, for instance. And there's really not much we can do in time now. You know, when I was, it was in the nineties and stuff when I was young, uh, it was like the sun's going to explode in a billion years. It didn't seem like it was coming anytime soon. And I'm, guilty of having an ignorance to it i'm guilty and that's why i think maybe i feel bad now i feel bad that i didn't do more then because i didn't realize maybe i wasn't aware maybe i was aware and maybe i didn't care because it seems so distant you know when you're 20 years old you're never going to be 40 right and now i have a child and now i look at his world and i go well if i had a mobilize more and done more shit and if we'd have all got together and done more in the 90s for instance maybe things wouldn't be so rough now maybe you know the 2090s wouldn't be the end of the world because we are that close to shit going south like it's we're getting to the unlivable part of the century um and i don't care whether you think it's human caused or not i don't give a fuck what your thoughts on the fact is it's happening and we're fucked. And it's also not a natural warming cycle that's dumping chemicals at the ocean. It's not a natural warming cycle that's fucking, you know, destroying the, the planet and fracking. That's us. We're doing that. So, you know. But see, that's the other thing, too. Is like, I know things are bad. And so because I know things are bad, I, I need to... It's like it's like knowing your leg's broken, but then you got to stand on it just to feel it. And you're like, oh, I got to feel this. Oh, it's really bad. Oh, maybe you should walk around on it for a while just to make... But, that's the problem is like, I can't, it's almost like you're addicted to the, the misery of knowing. 
And so if you're never, if you're a person who's not interested in knowing, you never get into that cycle. And maybe is that what I'm getting at? I don't know. Because I just find myself so, you know, when you see people and they go, I don't give a fuck about that. I don't think about that. I don't watch politics. I don't vote. I don't get involved. I don't think about it. No, I don't care. What? But they mean it. It's not an act. Like some of those people actually genuinely mean that. I, I'm not interested. I don't get involved. I don't, I don't vote. I don't do this. I don't, what the fuck? How? How? How are you able to do that? How are you capable of disconnecting at that level? Like I said, I'm, I'm incredibly jealous. The ability to just be like, fuck it, no. And just walk away from, you know, anything you don't find desirable. Even when you know. You know, when you're given the information, you, you know, you can't be completely unaware of everything. So you stumble across some information you don't like. And instead of looking into it and seeing if it can help or anything, you just disconnect from it. No, fuck, doesn't affect me. It's a million miles away. Starvation in Yemen? Who gives a fuck? Not, my, not part of my world. I, I, and that's not just an asshole thing. It's just a general way of being. And again, as I've said before on previous podcasts, I think some of the more quote-unquote undesirable traits in human beings, the stuff that, you know, as a society we look down on, the greed, the selfishness, the ignorance, the uh, I think that probably makes them superior for survival. I mean, think about it like this. They say that stress uh, will kill you faster than most things. Emotional stress will destroy you. Well, I've spent my life emotionally stressed and it's probably knocked 20 years off my life. Who knows, right? Um, maybe it has, maybe it hasn't, I don't know. But just say that according to medical science, that's what we're looking at. If I wasn't emotionally stressed, then how much different would my life be? You know what I mean? Like how much healthier would I be? How much happier would I be? How much more um, uh, free would I be? If I was more selfish, how much more would I have? How much more would I not care what other people don't have? How much more would I be able to provide for just my family and not care about anybody else? And if I was, if I was, you know, greedy, if I was... You know, imagine being arrogant enough that you just think everyone loves you regardless and it doesn't matter. And, it, and you know, you, you can do whatever you want and nobody, you know, imagine being that. Imagine having that level of freedom of just, I don't care. I'm me. Fuck you. I'm the best. That ego. I mean, I, I'm constantly afraid that people won't like me or that I'm being judged. And that's, you know, because I'm paying attention to their feelings and I'm paying attention to what they think. And I think there's just so much of this that goes on. Um, and, but being ignorant to those things, being disconnected from, you know, just being able to be like, oh, well, I don't care what people think of me. I guess that's not ignorant. I guess that's confidence, but, but, or, you know, or not, I mean, I, I don't know. It's hard to explain what I'm trying to say. I think it's what I'm basically trying to say is, you know, I'm jealous of people who are capable of carrying less baggage. I think that's what it is. And I think one of the tools to carrying less baggage is to be less informed. And I think that gives you a, a benefit. I think knowing less makes you happier. You know? I, I really believe that. I think that if you don't know stuff, then and, and if you're not the kind of person who knows they don't know or cares that they don't know, because there are a lot of people out there who don't even know they don't know and don't care that they don't know. You can tell them, well, what about this? And they go, I don't give a fuck. I'm jealous of that. I'm very jealous of that, that level of just complete control over what information you take in and how much you, you know, how much it affects you. Cause like, I, I think that that is a, a superior survival trait for sure. 
But it must be such a lovely vacation to just see something terrible on the news about, oh, 50,000, you know, Yemenis have died from starvation. And you're just like, uh-huh. I'm going to go get a hamburger. It's like, what? And I'm not saying that it that it, it, it dominates every single thought I have. I'm not saying that all I do all day is sit and worry about the troubles in the world. That's not true. That's not true at all. I have plenty of selfish time. Plenty of selfish time. But there's always this weird rumbling. It's like living in a neighborhood with a strange noise going on. And you move in to that neighborhood and you notice the noise right away. And nobody else in the neighborhood seems to notice or care. And you're the only one. And you feel like you're going bonkers. You're like, does nobody else give a shit about this fucking noise? And everyone's like, I don't hear it, man. And it's, it's not that the noise doesn't exist for them. It's that they just choose to tune it out. They don't connect to it. They don't care. And they're ignorant of that noise. It just, it just not, it's not something they're... It's in their field of perception. It never hoves into their vision. And so they are free from the burdens of that fucking noise. I, I sometimes wonder about the blueprint of my brain and how it was, how it all came together and why it came together the way it did. What is the point of being aware how powerless you are? What's the you know, uh, evolutionary advantage of knowing shit you can't change, of seeking out, of, of not just knowing it, but carrying it around with you, of being reminded, you know, I'm sitting in a park right now recording this, and I'm looking around and going, this might not be here in 20 years. What's the advantage of that? Is it a fear thing? Is it a warning? Is it is it a call to action type thing? What is it that makes us like that why why what's the the benefit of having that because i tend to believe most of the things at this point in human evolution seem to have hung out or be there for a reason most things there's some that don't um i'm looking at you pinky toe but some things don't need to be there but the majority of it like it has a purpose but i just don't see the purpose of worry at that level i see the purpose of 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 awareness of you know, stuff that could, I, I mean, is it the, is it the, is it that we're prey animals essentially? And that, that, that instinct never leaves us the idea that something around there may get us. And instead of being this, you know, instead of being like a saber toothed tiger, it's now an existential sort of fear. Is that what the, the, the knowledge has bred this level of existential dread that just follows us around? Is that what this has become? Is that what it is? If anyone out there is an anthropologist or a or anyone has any knowledge of this sort of thing, I'd be really interested to know what the genetic advantage of being afraid is um, over and above prey animals. I'm talking about now. I'm talking about why it hasn't gone away and and why this sort of fear of, of not just the unknown, but fear of, um, fear of things that... I'm going to explain it. Like I said, existential dread, I guess. I mean, the, 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 the disconnection, because that's the other thing that feels strange to me. And I don't know if anybody else feels like this. I sometimes feel like I'm not, none of this is happening. Like I'm just participating in this really weird role-playing game. Like I'm just kind of out here. I'm LARPing humanity. You know what I mean? Like I'm not actually in it. And then that makes me even more paranoid and concerned because then I think to myself, well, if I'm having thoughts like that, is am I having thoughts like that because I'm slightly aware or because I'm not aware enough? You know what I mean? 
it's a very interesting uh, hole to dig for your brain to go down and look at the reasons you think the things you do and why you search. I mean, am I searching out information? Am I looking for things? Am I worrying about things that I cannot change in some sort of way, weird, perverse self-punishment thing? Is that what it is? Is that what we worriers are because I know I'm not alone in this. I know there's millions and billions of people who worry over nothing. I and, mean, you know, I was always a worrier as a kid, but maybe being a worrier is, is because I have no confidence. Maybe it's all tied together. You know, if you were more arrogant and more sure of yourself, would you worry less? Probably. So maybe that's part of it. But again, what's the advantage of that? Because being more confident and worrying less makes you dominant. So I guess it, maybe it's a, evolutionary failing to be a, a worry wart I don't know is ignorance bliss I think it is I think it is I wouldn't know I wouldn't know I mean then again maybe I'm in it right now maybe I get home and there's a letter you know what I mean you always think about you know you see sometimes people talk about oh the day that their family was in a car accident or something, and you know, they woke up like any other day and made dinner like any other breakfast like any other day, and ignorance is bliss. They didn't know it was coming, and then it came and it happened, and everything changed. Would knowing it's going to happen, and, but knowing you can't change it help? No, you would just imagine walking. That's why it's a good thing we don't know when we're going to die. Can you imagine knowing the exact day, date? I mean, sure, it would help you plan the party, but I don't know. And that's the thing is I'm not worried about death because I'm not, I don't know what it will be. Nothing, probably. So I'm not worried about that. But I know a lot about how people get to death and I don't like any of those ideas. So maybe that's it. Maybe the worry about it all is a protection thing. Keep yourself safe. But then again, like I said, maybe it's just got haywire because you're worried about shit you can't change. I worry that nobody's listening to this podcast, but I know you're out there. And if you are, send me a letter, www.skpodcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, I'm always happy to hear from you. Follow me on Twitter at www.skpodcast or what's wrong with Simon King? Uh, what's wrong with Simon King on um, iTunes and is it iTunes, Apple Music, whatever? Uh, please like and subscribe and rate and everything like that. Share it around. Uh, yeah. You know what? I'm going to go home and not watch the news. And not think about anything. I'm going to try. Maybe it would be good to try a little time completely disconnected. You know, I, I think my life would be a lot better if I just lived on a mountain with no phone and no no connection to the outside world other than the person who once in a while comes and brings my groceries. You know, Uber Eats can find their way up a mountain, right? Right? Maybe they can't. Well, I hope this podcast hasn't, uh, the, th- the, th- the thinking side of it hasn't, hasn't made you upset. Uh, But if it has, that's what's wrong this week.